0: <laughs> so quick, quick recap of what boy. what's happened so far. Oh boy! These three drifters, uh, in service uh, in um, reluctant service to the Dead Man's Gang, have arrived at the little riverside town of Moorbank. Um, they were told to ask for a man named Salvador Alston. During their journey there, Miguel Reyes, a member of the Dead Man's Gang, who's been kind of untrustworthy of them, got uh, super mauled by uh, a dangerous uh, plant on Manifest known as a Jumpin' Yucky. And um, he got super mangled by that plant. He is upstairs of in the Pearl Saloon uh, recovering. And these three are in the Pearl Saloon proper, uh, having asked around for Salvador Alston. Alston showed up, sat down next to Pax, and they had a standoff as to who could be the most uh, uh, curt and, and uh, um, no-nonsense. Um, Salvador not trusting Pax uh, until Pax gathered all of her friends because Salvador claimed he did not want to uh, have anyone added to the roster and he didn't want to have to repeat himself. Um, once Kinsey and, um, Roland, uh, showed up, uh, Salvador said that, uh, he doesn't do business with people he doesn't know, uh, that Miguel Reyes is going to have to vouch for these three. Um, and if that happens, uh, then he's able to sell Rufus what he wants, but it requires a special pickup. Um, he's going to get everyone passage onto the MF Meriwether, which is a boat heading south down the river that will be stopping in town, uh, tomorrow morning. Um, they'll board the Meriwether, travel down to a town called Wilburton, and then, uh, they will, uh, disembark, meet up with Alston's associates and, uh, gather Rufus's supplies. Um that's what's happened so far. He seems very Alston seems very skeptical of this group. He's also a very large man, broad shoulders, full belly, um strong enough to toss a drunkard with one hand um as he uh, as he displayed <laughs> earlier getting rid of someone who Kinsey had befriended. Uh, <laughs> and uh yeah, that's that's pretty much everything, I believe um
1: you left out the part where we've convinced him to trust us and we're all great friends now
0: now that hasn't happened (laughs) (laughs) that hasn't happened by a long (laughs) shot okay so picking up where we left off um Salvador will uh kind of uh slam the rest of his beer set it down and go alright well take me to Miguel I would love to see how uh beat up he got himself.
1: Sure. Right this way. And I will lead Salvador up to Mr. Reyes' room.
0: Okay. Uh, He will uh, follow you. You open up the door to uh, Miguel's room, and he is there uh, unconscious uh, on the bed. And Salvador will uh, step in Like, kind of eyeing you carefully as he does. And then he'll uh, put a finger down towards um, Miguel's throat. Press on his throat. Sit there for a second. And then he'll just slap like Salvador a few (laughs) times. Just like, smack, smack, smack. Uh, And so or uh, smack, uh, Miguel. Not Salvador. So Salvador will smack Miguel a few times. Miguel,
2: oh, what? No. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, that don't seem completely necessary, Mr. Alston, but
0: all uh, decide. Okay. And he kneels down uh and goes, Miguel, you with the land of the living? You understand what I'm saying? Damn so. Yeah, I understand. What happened to you? yucky, man. Burst me off my horse. You gonna kill me. Hmm. And uh, how many people you travel with?
2: Three. Three people.
0: And their names? <sighs> One's Pax. <clears throat> God damn it, McGill. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and
0: that, that fellow there, that's Roland. Salvador raises his eyebrows and looks over to you. Uh, Roland, and he goes, you're sure? This man's name is... Roland? Yeah. What are you talking about? I know his name. It ain't Martine. No, but he is a silly fella. Puts on disguises and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Rufus sent them. All right. Miguel? I'm going to put you on a boat tomorrow morning. I don't want to hear no fuss. Get you a nice cabin. Find some doctor that can look after you. And you and your three companions are going to come down to Wilberton with me, meet up with my folks, and we'll take care of Rufus's order. You understand what I'm saying, Miguel? Yeah. Yeah. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? Go, Sal. Come on, don't stand on ceremony. Dying here. You best not be dead in the morning. Otherwise, your friends aren't going to be able to go anywhere for Rufus, and they'll have to find another member of the gang to vouch for him. All right, sure. No dying. Got it. (laughs) Then Salvador uh, goes, good man, and like slaps him on the shoulder. And uh, Miguel like, oh, oh, (laughs) like winces and like curls up in the sheets. Uh, And then Salvador steps out with you, Roland. He goes, Roland, is it?
1: Well, you know, uh, Nash has need of folks who can go to places his highly recognizable band of fellows can't and so I you know take some care and making sure I can go to places again after I visited them on behalf of Rufus you see it sort of behooves me to not give folks my real name and face when I do work for him otherwise it makes it harder for me to continue to do work for
0: him you understand Tomorrow morning, real name, real face. I don't do business with characters. Now, well,
1: not to your knowledge, at least,
0: boy. I have a feeling, just maybe, that mouth of yours, gonna get you shot one day. <laughs> well. Who's to say,
1: really? Who's to say? I'll see you in the morning, Sal. And I'll clap him on the shoulder and walk away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, he, goes, he goes walking the other way. Um, uh, Kinsey and Pax, I assume the two of you stayed down in the bar. You didn't say you were heading up with the rest of them? Nope. Okay. What were you two doing while that was happening?
3: Probably sitting in silence and drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Just judging from my dynamic thus far.
0: Yes. All right. Uh, After some time of awkward silence at the bar, uh, cheers coming from the corner every once in a while, like, yeah, Another person gets, like, a finger, like, clipped off and, like, gets dragged out of the bar. And uh, then uh, heavy footfalls uh, draw your attention to the stairs. As uh, Salvador comes down, he goes, Tomorrow morning, before sunrise, we meet outside on the docks.
3: And the docks are...
0: Which way? Come on, man, you can't have missed them. They're literally half the town.
3: Got it. Those docks, yes, of course, obviously.
0: Yeah, obviously.
3: But they are half the town, so any specific
0: dock or... He, like, looks at Pax. (laughs) We'll be there. Good. Evening, he says, uh, tipping his hat at the two. All right. Pleasure to meet
3: you. Have a nice evening. Sleep well.
1: Kinsey, may I have just tremendously improved at this whole life of crime thing in the last day or so.
3: (laughs) Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You know, really putting more effort into it, I think.
1: I can tell. It
0: shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Do anything with the rest of your evening? or
3: Getting up before sunrise, I might as well hit the hay now.
0: Yeah, sunrise is not too far from now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I,
4: I think I will probably just head up. I'm not going to drink this drink, um, but I will give it to the bartender.
0: He looks at it, looks at you, looks at Kinsey, takes the shot glass, dumps it in the sink.
3: (laughs) He was right about the manners in this town.
1: Hard to find, hard to find. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right so um as the three of you sleep nothing happens
1: uh, <laughs> well that, that seems ridiculous the world keeps going on just because i ain't awake Tommy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the night passes without event um and the three of you are uh, able to wake up very early in the morning how how are you guys doing with this uh, limited amount of sleep and probably some at least for some of you uh some booze in your stomach
4: i'm fine i didn't drink any um
0: yeah the bartender noticed
3: <laughs> i wouldn't say i'm at a hundred percent but maybe above 80 percent somewhere in that range there
1: uh, I think I'm sort of converting the sleep deprivation into a kind of manic energy, which will continue to propel me forward until I inevitably crash.
0: <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, in the morning, the the three of you are outside the Pearl Saloon. Uh, the docks do, in fact, take up basically half of this town, uh, as it is all just one, like, curve, small curved road. Um, and uh, it doesn't take you long to spot uh, Salvador um, making his way uh, towards the three of you um, with a kind of, uh, especially compared to Salvador, small man, um, uh, maybe 50s or 60s, um, slight of frame, uh, a little, uh, little hunched over, um, uh, graying, like uh, wispy hair, um, uh, like five o'clock shadow. Um, and, uh, he's, like, holding a, uh, like, a doctor's bag. Um, and Salvador, uh, steps up, looks at the three of you, and he goes, Miguel, make it through the net. Did, did somebody
3: check on Miguel? I forgot. Uh, I,
1: I certainly did, as I had to inform Miguel that, um, well, of course, I'd be using the voice he knew, um there's really no reason to show salvador my regular face because he doesn't know what my regular face looks like so i just sort of put on what he might believe is my regular face this morning <laughs> because despite what salvador said our task is more important
0: than his wishes so and are you are you running this by miguel in yeah. The morning? yeah so you you said that is, to miguel- well, first
1: is he alive <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is alive. <laughs> Great. We don't have to go to plan B. <laughs> uh, you you start explaining that to Miguel and he goes, No, no, Roland. <laughs> Listen, partner. Salvador Alston. You don't wanna dance around him or nothing. And he gives you an order, you follow it, all right? He's he's big guns, he's he's you know, connected. Right, You're just going to have to show him your face. If he's cagey, which he is, he's going to need you to just shoot a little more straight than usual with him. Right? I'm, not, just, I'm not going to bat for you if you put on a gimmick and go and try and tell him that's what you look like. If he asks me, I'm telling him. And that gets <laughs> all of us in hot water. See, here's, here's the thing.
1: Miguel is it's not really for his benefit so much as Rufus's, right? I'm only as effective as 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 many places I can go and talk to people. The more places that know me as an agent of the dead man's gang, the less useful I am, and the closer I am to dead here in this situation. Uh
0: go ahead and roll manipulate. Uh and we'll put it at a minus four. Okay. Uh, you are up against a nine.
1: Uh, he just he just sort of barely beats me. I don't get net hits over him, but not by much. Okay. Doesn't matter, but it feels important. <laughs> <laughs> what did What did you get? What an eight. Uh, yeah, I got an eight.
0: Okay. Uh, so. He, he, like, listens to you all the way through, and he goes, on." I do not feel up to this conversation. No disguises. Salvador says no disguises. You play by his tunes, all right? Listen, I'm not going to be able to do business with the man thoroughly. You know what, Miguel? You, you can don't save your strengths. For you, all right.
1: Because we're such good friends.
0: I wouldn't say that. I will
1: will do this for you out of respect for our friendship. And I leave before he can contradict. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, Miguel is alive.
0: (laughs) You say, begrudgingly looking like you? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Uh, So Salvador snaps his fingers uh, at the doctor and goes, all right, go on up. Drag him out. Do you you want a hand? You
1: you said this man is quite old and frail looking.
0: Yeah, he goes, oh, no, I I have a stretcher. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll wheel him out. I'll wheel him down. Well, and as he's walking away, he's like talking to himself. He's like, well, it's not really a wheel, per se. It's anti-gravity tech, so it'll be a lot easier. Uh, Thank God he's
1: upstairs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Salvador uh, produces uh, a few parts, and he hands one to each you, and he goes, all right, this is a ticket for voyage down south to Wilburton. You get on that boat. You can be friends. You cannot be friends. But all y'all better not cause any trouble on this trip. All right? Going out on a limb due to my relationship with Rufus, trusting the three of y'all to conduct business cleanly and efficiently. You understand? I get so much as a whiff of any hi jinks on this riverboat we done I'll leave next stop Rufus won't get what he wants and then you're gonna have to answer to him
3: I think we we understand we'll we'll keep the jinx as low as possible
0: hi jinks shenanigans all of it understood good and then the uh, doors of the saloon open up and uh, laying uh, on us on like a hover stretcher uh, is uh, Miguel, uh, and this doctor uh, wheels him out and goes, "All right, he's beat to hell, but I should get him up and ready." But by, by the time you make it to Wilburton, and uh, Salvador goes, "All right, that there's the MF Meriwether." He points to a large uh 200 foot long flat top riverboat uh with four decks um uh you can the the top uh like open top uh deck is uh where there's like entertainment and like you know a dance floor you can hear music already kind of playing there it's you know not super rambunctious because it's really really early in the morning but you know there's like a little bit of music playing um and then uh uh the next, um, uh, the next deck below uh, is a uh, a dinner hall that has um, a wide, like open concept, like balcony that's underneath the dance uh, floor, and then uh, below that uh, is um, where all of the lodgings are, and then below that, at the main deck level, uh, is a, is an enclosed concedo- casino. Um, it's a Victorian-style uh, boat with red, flowery banisters, clean white walls, um, and uh, uh, you get all of this as you start walking your way towards it because there's someone on the dock who's just touting all of the like uh, all of the <laughs> things, being like, "Travel in luxury. Don't get on one of these fishermen boats and arrive to your destination smelling like uh, the sea." Join, jump on the NF Merriweather and try your hand at the games of chance and uh, maybe get lucky up on the dance floor. You there, miss. You there. Come on. Don't go down that fisher boat. I'll catch you a nice deal here, A uh, uh, fine young lady. Let yourself in uh, attire such as that. You can uh, make all the friends. Uh, where are you going? <laughs> 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 and, uh, yeah, so uh, Salvador leads you to the uh, – uh, to the boat unless you guys deviate in any way. No reason to. Alright. Uh he uh steps up onto the gangplank, hands his uh, uh his like ticket over to um like uh, a man in like a uniform who uh uh scans it and stamps it and hands it back to him and uh uh like uh, says something to someone nearby who's got like a, a chest. Who reaches in and like pulls uh, some keys off of a hook, hands it to Salvador for his lodgings, and then uh, the three of you are able to uh, do that as well. Um, they're like, "Welcome to the MF Merriweather. Hope you enjoy your uh, your trip. These are your keys. Uh, uh, your ticket includes uh, one free night dining." Uh, in the dining car, in the dining deck. And, um, well, welcome. This is, uh, says you're your first time. So, enjoy. Need anything? Just ask the crew. Great. Uh,
1: as soon as we get in, is Salvador like directing us anywhere or is he trying to get away from us as quickly as possible?
0: <laughs> he walks on like he doesn't know the four, three of you
1: great cool um i guess you know we could have like a team meeting and then yeah, if there's time we could go to the casino or you know casino first team meeting later whatever
3: <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't mind nailing down a plan and uh, being able to enjoy this this ferry ride for the rest of the for the rest of the evening
0: Excuse me, pardon me. Uh, the doctor <laughs> says, like wheeling Miguel past you guys towards the uh, <laughs> towards the lodgings. <laughs> Feel better, Mister Ayers. Mm.
3: <laughs> what do you say? We, shall we find a secluded spot somewhere here on this ship?
0: Yeah, um, you get the notion that the the Merriweather is only docked. Um, Uh, For a short time to pick up some extra passengers and also like load up some goods Um, and uh, but you do have like there's a a little bit of like a balcony along the uh, the main deck but it's actually it's surprising there's there's not a lot of like exterior deck except for at the very top Uh, (laughs) uh, seems like they want you to have to spend time inside the casino or (laughs) go all the way up to the dance floor. Um, but you guys can, uh, uh, kind of move towards, like, the engine area on that little, like, thin balcony outside, uh, you know, outside some doors leading to the casino and have a chat, because it's not, like, the most convenient doors to the casino, so it's not, there's not a lot of foot traffic there.
1: Great. Let's do that, then. Yep.
0: Yeah. No one stops you.
1: So, how, how's everyone feeling? <laughs>
3: Not particularly safe, I suppose, but I don't see what option we have other than to actually follow through with this plan to pick up the the cargo and transport it.
4: Seems fine.
3: But are we trying to sabotage this in any way? I mean, I'm not particularly keen on allowing
1: Rufus Nash to kill as many people as he likes. So, um... I'm just spitballing here. This is off the top of my head. Um, (laughs) What if we convince Miguel that Salvador's doctor is trying to kill him, and then we get Miguel to kill Salvador?
4: I think then we don't get the stuff.
1: Right. But then it's Miguel's call on why we didn't get the stuff.
3: And he is the one to explain it, and he is the trusted one, I suppose.
4: If you... Think you can pull that off? We can pull that off.
1: <laughs> I don't, like I said, it's just sort of off the top of my head. It just occurred to me as a thing maybe we could do on this riverboat. Yeah, I've never been on a riverboat without a scheme before. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and how many riverboats have you been on?
1: Oh, a dozen. <laughs>
3: That's a dozen schemes. That's pretty impressive.
1: <laughs> well, you know.
4: Well, I, if you really want to attempt to but purposefully not succeed at killing Miguel and make like, the doctor is the fall guy, who's to say that the doctor doesn't become the collateral damage? I don't
1: know.
0: Hmm. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, innocent people, my only undoing.
1: <laughs> You're right. It's I'll awesome. have to get to know the doctor and and see see if he is perhaps nefarious as well.
4: <laughs> okay, while you do that, I'm gonna explore. I think because. For the first time, we don't have to worry about anything here while we're here. If we just aren't here, it's just, we just get to be whoever we're pretending to be, I guess. We don't there have to worry the- about the law. We don't have to worry about anything. We could just be here and maybe take a break.
3: I do think the The less we do, the closer we are to becoming uh, actual members of the Rufus Nash dead man's gang. They're not true. I mean, just keeping our heads low, we basically are doing everything he wants for
1: him. Just exist on a riverboat without a scheme. (laughs) Huh.
4: Listen, if you want to cook up a scheme, if you want to make it look like, Sal is got it out for Miguel, then like I'll help you. But okay,
1: also, how about should... how about this? I'm gonna sort of do do some preliminary leg work, just get the lay of the land. You relax, enjoy the riverboat. If it seems like it's doable, I'll loop you in. If not, be on a riverboat without a scheme
0: there you are uh uh sirs miss and uh the the doctor comes walking over to you yeah like, okay this
1: sort of seems like it's uh, meant to be hi
0: yes what's going on <laughs> hi yes um mr reyes he uh instructed me to tell you to send a message uh, uh here's here's uh uh his lrc tag um he needs you to send a message to a Cho Saxton um, to meet you in uh, Wilberton uh, with the truck.
1: Right. Okay. Does the boat have an LRC
0: tower? No, no, no. You're gonna. Have, that's why I ran. Now you're gonna have to go back ashore and send <laughs> that message.
1: Is hold on. Is this doctor running a scheme on me? go ahead and roll manipulate (laughs) try and do a scheme on me on a riverboat okay what's he got tommy a one great i have five net hits
0: (laughs) yeah no he is not running a scheme on you he actually um you get the impression that uh like like, looking at him in the way he's, like, kind of frazzled, uh, you kind of like Sherlock Holmes. Like, you see, like, he's got, like, his, like... There's, like, wrinkles on his on his coat like this. Like, he was grabbed. And you you kind of are, like, able to envision a scene where uh, as Miguel wakes up and realizes he's on the boat, he, like, grabs the doctor and is like, no, you need to send this message! <laughs> Go find the people that got on this boat with me! Uh, and, um... The doctor like was like, okay, okay. I don't know. Maybe he had a gun on him or something because he looks scared. Uh, and he he's run back and he's just like, he's like, you gotta go, you gotta go now. They'll they they're not gonna disembark yet. You have some time. You shouldn't take long to send a message. Okay,
1: uh, I'll 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 run and do it.
0: Okay. Uh, so he hands you uh, Miguel's uh, LRC tag. <laughs> You're able to rush down, um, and as you do, uh, the person on the game goes, fifteen minutes, sir. Um, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you run over to the LRC tower, slot in Miguel's um uh, tag, and you're able to go to like his uh his like you know, people he tends to contact, and you see Cho Saxton there.
1: Yeah. And sort of like he- the other people he might contact and the messages he sends and what's in those messages.
0: Sure. If you want to peruse uh, a little bit in the 15 minutes you have, um, go ahead and roll uh, an observe. Okay. Or or uh, you could roll tech, I suppose, if, if that's... If oh, that's...
1: that's so much better. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that one failed okay uh, so that's two hits on technology
0: cool um, so yeah you're able to find uh, Cho's. you also are able to find messages it doesn't look like Miguel uses his LRC tag a lot um, but you do see messages uh, from like times when he was apart from the uh, uh, dead man's gang um, relaying messages back a lot of it is just like business Um he also seems to have um, a sweetheart um, who uh, lives up in uh, Canterbury, uh, which is in the northern um, garden. Uh, he's he's uh, uh, got a got a boyfriend there who uh, uh, you know he seems to message every once in a while. It's not really anything super serious, but like every once in a while, he's like gonna be in Canterbury. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and- so he's. He's got a hookup in Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah, they message a little bit afterwards. They check in on each other from time to time. It's a little, you know, nothing, nothing too touchy feely. Nothing like super, like super sweet, but like a little sweet. Definitely by Miguel's standards. Um, uh, and uh, yeah. Um, and as far as you're like uh, perusing, you are able to get like just brief impressions of like his relationship with the other, uh, uh, with the other members of the gang. Uh, so obviously he is, um, uh, from what you can tell, very loyal to Rufus. Um, uh, you know, Rufus, uh, seems to be able to count on Miguel to just like follow his instructions to the T. Um, he, you get the impression that he's a little scared of Rosa. Um, uh, uh, him and, uh, Matthew, the madman Turner,
4: Mm -hmm.
0: um, actually get get along pretty well um uh what with um the madman liking to tinker and um miguel liking his guns a lot and modifying them a lot him and the madman um seem to have a more casual like conversation (coughs) than a lot of other people um the uh he doesn't have that many messages between Bo the bully frederick um which uh you know you suppose like there's not much to that that you can glean because you know they don't send a lot of messages back and forth if anything it tells you that the bully doesn't have a lot of responsibility <laughs> he's he's there to be big and probably hit things cuz there's not a lot of like coordinating going through his yeah <laughs> Um, and then uh, uh, he seems to have a decent amount of respect for uh, Samuel Hofstetter. Um, uh, but he, um, he doesn't seem to have like a very personal relationship with him. Um, and he and uh, Cho are really, really close. Um, they seem to be pretty good friends. Uh, it seems like they get sent to do things a lot um, uh, together. It seems like they, they like do a lot of work together. Um, and, uh, him and Sierra, there's again, not a whole lot of messages between him and Sierra, but what messages there are do give you the sense that Sierra does get like, you know, responsibilities and tasks, but usually it's solo and it's not in like the few messages that you get between him and Sierra. It's like Sierra's a little, sta- like not standoffish, but like see- sends messages as if she is more used to operating alone than with someone.
1: Sure. Um, I will relay Miguel's message. Uh, and then the opportunities really kind of presented itself. I'll just add a PS. This is Roland on behalf of Miguel. Something seems fishy with Salvador.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. You send that message. And then you make it back to the boat in time as they're getting ready to disembark. Uh, You just right under the wire as they're about to like pull up the gangplank. You're like, oh, and then the the guy recognizes you and is like, all right, come aboard, sir. And pulls up the gangplank. Great. Uh, During that 15 minutes, uh, Pax and uh, Kinsey, what were the two of you up to?
3: Kinsey was probably trying to scout out a good place to uh, cast
0: off a fishing line once we're underway. Uh, well, like I said, there there is a, like a small like balcony deck um, uh, on the main deck outside the casino. Your um, your you're, that that would be the clo- like the best because the next like available balcony is you know a couple decks up, right? So sure. it's not super great to do that. <laughs> Um, uh, so you, you would just be outside the casino on like kind of a thin balcony. Um, you, you probably assume you'd want to be closer towards the engine cause you'll be trailing your line. Chug sound? Yeah. So that, that's, <clears throat> spot that pretty easily cause there's not a lot of space for that you could cast a line from. <laughs> what about you, Pex?
4: Um, going up to the top deck?
1: Sure. Max's gonna dance finally?
0: I've been waiting this whole time. <laughs> so but, uh, Oh go ahead.
4: Oh no. Um I'm going up the top deck. Okay.
0: Um, so you do have to walk through the casino. There's like kind of a, a a central little like area that you have to like go deep into the casino to then make it up to the hallways that connect to the, uh, to the rooms. And you're able to pass through that, uh, onto the, into the dining car, which is currently closed. Um, so it's mostly just like a glorified hallway. You can glance through though and see it's a very nice dining car. Um, it's got, uh, uh, you, you seem to, it seems to not be ready for breakfast yet. Um, but you see them kind of setting up and it's, uh, it's pretty fancy. The interior of this, um, of this boat is, it's actually really nice. It's like, uh, antique brass type metal po- uh, and polished dark brown wood floors and furniture. Um, and, uh, the casino itself has a good smattering of, of tables with a few different games. You got like dice games and some card games, um, as well as one or two like mechanical games, uh, and then uh, the dining car has enough. You, you'd place probably, judging as you're working, making your way through, that this boat probably has about you know 50 to 70 crew members, um, including including like the people who are just like service members, right? Uh, you know, you got like dealers and people who like are attending uh, to the dining car and all that. So you'd say there's like 60 people on board who are uh, are there to serve the passengers. Um, and, uh, it's like as you're walking through the, um, the, re- uh, the lodgings, uh, you'd say there could be equal to or double that in Passengers. Um, and, uh, yeah, you make it up to the top floor, which again, the music that's, uh, playing is kind of, uh, dim, uh, you see there is, uh, kind of an elevated area where, uh, musicians might play, but right now it's just, uh, there's like some, uh, uh, some, uh, cone-shaped speakers that are just, like, kind of, like, letting out some music, and there's not really anyone up there uh, at the moment. <clears throat> Too early for people to be dancing. Uh, but you do see there is a bar, also, um, and there is a bartender who glances up at you. Um, he, he looks a little shocked. Like, he was, like, leaning, like, reading a book, and then he, like, closes the book and stands up. <laughs>
4: uh, I'll just, I'll, like, be like, oh. And, and just um, go up to the front of the boat and, like, Lean on the balcony area and just like look around as it goes, like starts, you know, maybe moving. Like if anybody asks, I'm definitely, it's definitely a lookout. I'm looking out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you hear the engine start to whir up, uh, and uh, they're like, "Uh, disembarking, disembarking, detach, detach, anchor away. And then they uh, they start drifting, and they kind of pull away from the coastline and get into, the, like, the center of the river. And between the engine uh, and the current, uh, they're able to start making their way uh, down south. Um, you do also notice there is one other person at that bar who is currently unconscious. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a woman in, like, a long, uh, dirty uh, – uh, not, like, dirty coat. Like, it's a nice coat, but it's a little dirty, like – maybe you know it got like dirtied up last night and then she fell asleep at the bar um, <laughs> like there's like a like spilled drink type like uh, uh maybe she got offshore at some point um a little way uh, like up the up the river um and got it like a little muddied um but she's like asleep passed out on the bar and the bartender's just kind of like cleaning around her
4: cool i'm going to let her sleep she needs it <laughs>
0: Um, uh, once you guys hit the water, Kinsey, you're able to cast a line if you want. Do you have a machinery cube? I certainly do. Oh wait, never mind. You have a survival kit, right? I also that's, have a survival kit. That's what I was hoping. That's absolutely got a configuration uh, for you to be able to fish with it. So you, yeah, you're able to like detach a part of your survival kit, extend it out into a pole with like a re, uh, put the line in and the hook and some bait, and uh, cast the line um roland what do you do once you're back aboard uh um let's
1: see i suppose i'm gonna go i'm gonna hit up my friends for cubes because my my arm is still kind of broken and my my gun is wrecked Uh, I suppose I probably find Kinsey first, just based on altitude.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, you you spot him, like, kind of, uh, uh, finishing up, setting up his fishing pole.
1: Hey, um, how are they biting? Is that, is that a thing fish, fish people say? <laughs>
3: uh, I understand the gist of it, yes, that checks out. Uh, yeah, so far, so, nothing. Mostly here for thinking, you know,
1: I do my best thinking when I'm, uh, when I'm fishing. Great, that's good to know. Um, you wouldn't happen to have any cubes that I could have?
3: This isn't the first time you've asked me for cubes, Roland, you know this.
1: Yes, my, my memory is quite good.
3: Well, I'll tell you, I have one machinery cube, but my my armor's not
1: doing so well. I was planning on using it on mine. Oh, okay, listen, your armor's much more important than my armor in terms of keeping you alive in combat. I plan to be behind you in (laughs) combat, so repairing your armor's really sort of like repairing my armor. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure. I like that very much, but uh, what can you do? You know, you can't shoot very well, so... Well, no. Not really. You know, you mentioned that. Um, also, my gun's sort of wrecked from all the bath and ape. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you did
3: not aim very well when you were puking. And all over your horse, all over your gun. It's a wonder you survived this long.
1: Well, I survived this long by not being in the wilderness.
3: <laughs> well, um, I'm more than willing to share my machinery cube with you, but, uh, you know, you've got to fix your gun. I've got to fix my armor. You've got to fix your armor, which should be useful. Uh,
1: what, what can I do to help you, Roland? I'd like to help you. Um, why, don't, why, don't, why don't you give me a hand? We'll patch up your armor. Sure. I'll see if I can leverage us saving Miguel's life into some of the cubes he no doubt has.
3: Oh, yeah, and uh, you know, I've, I've got a spur to despair. You know, did you see me uh, get that shot last night off of that uh, off that
1: sandwalker? Yeah, that was really damn impressive. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, just speak the language of animals, I suppose. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess I'll, um, help, Ro- uh, Ro- is Roland going
1: to help me fix my armor? I mean, if that's what you'd, we could do it the other way. It's really dealer's choice. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we
3: fix up my armor? And then, uh, if you manage to get some cubes, I'll help you fix yours, eh?
1: Great.
0: Yeah, so to, to, to kind of do this, you guys retire to, uh, uh, to the cabin, uh, where the, the three of you are staying. Um, uh, it's got four bunks. Um, it's a little narrow, but it's still nice, right? It's like, like, it's definitely like the lowest, like the cheapest cabin probably here. Um, but it, it's it got like, you know, it's the, it's a little clean. Uh, it's as spacious as it can be. Um, you know, it's got like bright colors to kind of open it up a little more. Um, and, uh, uh, there is like a little fold down desk that you can pull down and like lay your armor out and start working on it.
3: Right. And I pull out my arm and I say it. You know, I forgot. I actually worked on this a little bit. I've only got three points down on a scale of. <laughs> you get the idea.
1: Uh... Does your does your scale go to nine, or do you have the, the armor that goes to ten, or are you more of a, a six fellow?
3: I'm a I'm a niner myself. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've got six out of nine. What's your armor looking like, friend?
1: Uh, my my armor is um, a little bit more damaged than that, but I really think the gun is more pressing. Uh, let's take a because... gun. Yes, it's filled with bath. <laughs> uh,
0: so to kind of clean up this gun and replace some of the like more damaged parts and get it back to a high-quality firearm, uh, it will take three, uh, three machinery cubes.
1: You know what? Let's repair your armor. I think I might be able to leverage repairing this gun into getting closer with Miguel. Well, if you've got the faith, I've got faith in you. That's, that's really kind of you to say, Kinsey. <laughs> I'm going to take my bath gun to Miguel after this. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's fix your armor.
2: Right.
1: Uh, here, I'll give you a hand. Um, you get plus
0: four help.
2: Wow.
1: Impressive.
0: <laughs> Did you say you were only three points down? Um... <laughs> yeah, you don't need to roll. It automatically heals three of your armor just by. Okay, using but it. I help really good. So. You do, and, you, guys, and, you guys do a he really good. help very time.
3: well, and I did get four successes on my machinery rolls, and I must have prepared the crap out of that armor. Yeah,
0: no, you guys—it doesn't take you guys very long at all. Uh, you, it, like, like as if you've worked on it before. Like, you know, two cooks in a kitchen, stepping around each other, and like and this, in this, in this tight little area too, you're able to really quickly like patch everything up, and your armor is back a okay.
1: Can I? Can I give you some style tips while we're at it here? You could replace this stitching with, uh, you know, something, you know, maybe some gold to sort of accent your, you know, your whole look, It might, it's just a thought I had, you know, while we're in here tinkering around. Not that it doesn't look
3: good, but I, you know, I don't really give a rat's ass about what my armor does look like
1: as long as it does the job. So use whatever stitching you like. Sure, I'll just you know I have I have some threads,
0: you know, a little bit, and it fits nice. It's good, and and you know what? Despite your, you know, I don't really care. You're like, well, it does look good. (laughs) All right, Uh, Pax, uh, you've been on the river for a little bit now. Um, You still just kind of doing the Titanic, or? (laughs)
4: Uh... I think so. I mean Okay. We're, we're free here. So should enjoy it for a minute.
0: Sure. Uh yeah, so you uh uh you it goes on for a little bit about half an hour uh down the the river. Um uh the woman wakes up at the bar. she sits up. And she goes Bail, another one, <laughs> and uh, the bartender like lets out a sigh and goes, uh, "Yes, Miss Kane," uh, and uh, fills up a drink uh, for her, like a little like glass of whiskey. And she like leans back and like glances over and sees you. You see her, see you, and she goes, "Hey, drink it for my friend." Okay. <laughs> uh, Bill, Bill fills uh, uh, a whiskey for you as well sets it down and she goes come over have a drink with me
4: I I will go on over
0: uh, as you get close she's a little stinky you don't think she's showered in some time you're not sure the last time she left the stool either mm-hmm. um and uh you uh, you sit down next to her and she looks at you or at least in your approximate area. Um, she seems like a pretty physically fit woman. She's got um, uh, kind of light brown hair, um, uh, uh, like in a very messy like French braid uh, that's like kind of like falling around her face at this point. Um, and uh, uh, she um, reaches into her jacket and kind of like struggling with it to try and pay the bartender. She's like,
4: second. Oh, damn. Packets. Can't get your friend. Uh, I will reach in and and take out, a, I guess, a spur, probably. Yeah. So
0: uh, go ahead and roll skullduggery for me, actually. OK. I know, I know you're not trying to pickpocket <laughs> I don't know. Are you trying to pickpocket her? I am not. OK.
4: She's too easy a mark.
0: Yeah. Uh, Go and roll skullduggery. Let's see how deft your fingers are. Perhaps you learn something about what's in her pocket. Uh,
4: gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, I got is this contested?
0: No.
4: Okay, I got four hits.
0: Okay. What if it was at a minus two? Would it still be four hits?
4: It would be three hits.
0: Okay. Both of those work. Um, So you reach in and you kind of, uh, uh, you feel some spurs in there as well as uh, you imagine like there's like an LRC tag. You can kind of feel that. Um, And you feel one thing that like you, you're able to kind of quickly identify uh, with like a kind of a jolt in in your, in your like chest as you do. Uh, She's got a a metal badge that's shaped like a star. (laughs) Um, and, uh, you would, you would, uh, it's a star with, a with a ring around it. So, um, by reaching in her pocket and grabbing a spur, you're able to uh, tell that this woman is a marshal. <laughs> uh, and you pull out a spur. <laughs> <laughs> you set it, and you set it on the, uh, on the, um, the, um, the bar. The bartender takes it, and then she goes, thank you. Thank you, guys. Coat." been suffocating me for the past two weeks. But
4: keeps me dry. At least part of me is let's drink. I'll pick up our things and clink glasses and
0: stays drink. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: well you rolled pretty good on your school degree, so you can fake <laughs> you can fake taking that drink. Yeah. Uh she's not looking very hard. <laughs> Shakes a bit, sips a bit, sets it down, and goes, Donna Kane, pleasure to meet you.
4: Uh, <laughs> um,
1: sure, we'll never need to disguise ourselves. That's a ridiculous thing that only muddies the waters, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: but, uh, Patience.
0: Patience? Well, it's a pretty name. She shakes her hand.
4: Nice to meet
0: you, Miss King. Oh, you don't have to be polite. No one's pleased to meet me. Not on this boat, she says, like, pointedly at Bill, who kind of, like, just waves her off. Can
4: can, can I help you just just a little bit? Can I just, I'm just... Well, you've seen just... at a disadvantage, so go right ahead. <laughs> Fix as you will. Okay. I'm just going to, like, brush the hair out of her face and, like, kind of jostle her coat so it's not, like, all twisted in the back.
0: And as you do that, she's like, "All right, it's nice. How do I look? Good. Glad to hear it. Patience, patience, that's a hard name to say sometimes.
4: Sometimes. I'm going
0: to call you Patty. Okay. That's all right with you. I don't want to impose. It's just easier for my mouth.
4: I understand.
0: All right, Patty. Well, you don't have to sit here and finish your drink around the likes of me. I just wanted to share the wealth with a stranger here in the bright what time is it
4: very early morning
0: hmm well then i've overstayed my welcome haven't i bill and uh, he goes no miss kane not at all uh she she goes oh he's he's a stickler but he's a good fella i would get you another spur here and she manages to pull it out herself and sets it on the table and goes that's for you bill Letting me have some sleep here, not making me go down them stairs when I wasn't ready. Uh, Patty, patience, I hope to see you sometime around, maybe game a chance, maybe some more drinks.
4: Maybe, can I help you down the stairs now or you got it?
0: Well, I ain't one to be so full of myself to say I couldn't use a hand, so I will gladly welcome your assistance, young miss.
4: Wonderful. And I will help her down the stairs to her room.
0: You do. Um, Roland, Roland, uh, you leave uh, Roland and Kinsey. I assume Kinsey's not staying in the room. Uh, the two of you leave uh, the room, you kind of set out. And uh, you see down the hall, just uh, a few doors down, um, uh, Pax with this uh, this woman. Um, it's like she's really tall too. Pax, I don't know how tall you are, but she's like six feet tall. She's uh, taller than I am. Yeah, so she's like 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 this large woman, like like weighing uh, weighing down Pax. Not like Pax is strong enough to do it. It's just kind of awkward based on the size difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pax helps her into uh, into her room, and she go- and like she sees you too. She goes. Oh, never you mind, gentlemen, never you mind. Patience here's got me, and I'm going to have a nice nap in my cabin. Sleep well then. Enjoy it. And you enjoy your day, good sir. Thank you, Thank you Patty. And she uh, stands up a little straight, kind of leaning against the wall for a second, then she pushes off. She says, I got it from here. And then she opens the door and walks in <laughs> and shuts the door.
4: I'm just going to point, I'm going to smile, and I'm going to point all the way up, and I'm just going to go right back to where I was.
1: (laughs) Sure. I suppose Barthcon can wait. (laughs) (laughs) Won't be a very good fishing position, but
3: I guess hopefully I'll have time to get that in later.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so um, we'll follow you up to your perch.
0: You as you guys get up you see the bartender like wiping down that spot he sees the three of you come up and he's like a little surprised. He's this guy clearly does not is not used to this much like activity on the top deck. It's like he got like the equivalent of the graveyard shift and there's a lot of stuff happening around. He's like, "Do I what do I do?" I don't know. <laughs> he like wants to read his book it looks like, but then you guys like walk by and he's like, "Okay, cool." And he grabs his book and like starts reading it again. We have a
4: problem. That woman is a marshal.
3: I can see how that would complicate things. Hmm.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you suppose she's
4: here for us or? I don't, I don't know actually. Mm. Just
1: sort of seems unlikely that it's us. Well, Specifically? Us. So us members of the... You know, right. In the capacity. This, this club we're sort of in. I bet you see it for Salvador.
4: I probably... I feel like this is... Like... Not really, but like... It's like his... No, I... I,
1: I catch your meaning.
4: Yeah. I don't... I don't think that if the law was going to engage him anywhere, that it would be
3: here. But if she is here for him, then she's here to keep an eye on him. Not that, you know, she's doing a particularly good job
1: at it. (laughs) Well, looks can be deceiving. You are the expert
3: in that, aren't you, Rowland?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> 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 I wouldn't I would say that. other people. Um, might. I would.
4: <laughs> so I don't really. We should just steer clear, right? Stick mm. to the cabins. Not do schemes, or was that hmm a scheme? That
1: you No, no, you know what? No, it was not a whole scheme at all there, fully formed. Wasn't it
4: wasn't
1: No. But you listen, if you would prefer that we do nothing and just lay low, I will You know, I will just exist on a riverboat without a scheme. I can do that. I can manage.
3: I mean, I've I've been trying to get to my fishing for a good hour and a half now, so...
1: (laughs) I'm so sorry. Did I just sort of came up and took you away from, you know, sort of daily meditation? That's uh, that's Uh, very inconsiderate of me.
3: It's fine. It it was just something I was looking forward to, and uh, I want to make sure that I have the time for it. Not so much that you interrupted me, just that you know I want to be able to get to it at some point.
1: Sure, sure, sure. You know what? I will call off all sort of in-process schemes. (laughs) Well
3: done, and medium rare. I assume.
1: (sighs) To say, um. And I, I will leave, I will leave the two of you to a peaceful riverboat ride. Where we steer clear of any trouble that might happen. Agreed?
4: You're not even trying. You're not, that's not. No,
1: I, I am, listen, I je- listen, I know, listen. I know that because you know me. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like I'm being insincere, but that's just what my voice sounds like. (laughs) You can see how I've sort of leveraged that into a career.
4: If you do a scheme, don't do it alone. But also, just don't do a scheme. I'm not going to do a scheme.
1: No schemes. None.
3: Look, I I understand that I'm not the best at reading subtext, but is there a scheme in process?
1: (laughs) I am being 100% genuine. There are no schemes in process regarding the riverboat. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Okay. 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 We're agreed. Yes. No scheme.
1: No schemes. Cross my heart. Hope to die. Stick a
4: needle in your eye? What? God, no.
1: That's awful. Why would (laughs) you say that, Kinsey? (laughs) (laughs) That's That's horrific. You know what? I have to leave after how horrifying that was. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like,
0: so so did I go. (laughs) Roland, where do you head to? Also, all of you can have uh, a grit for excellent roleplay.
1: I head to Miguel, because I... I do want to try and leverage our friendship into a repaired gun.
0: Sure.
1: <laughs> which is no. not a scheme.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you get to uh, Miguel's room, which is uh, just a couple doors down from your guys' room. Uh, you knock on the door and there's like a clanking sound. And uh, the door flies open and uh, that doctor kind of comes out. He looks a little more frazzled. And he goes, hey! <laughs> Hi! Uh and the and the uh Miguel's like, you know, I don't need nothing. I'll be fine. Uh, he's like, no, uh, sir, uh, I'll be with you in a second. Uh hi. I was hoping to speak to the patient. Well, you know, if you can achieve it, then uh that makes one of us. So um <laughs> He and no, I hey, have a bond. Have a Let me take a yeah. crack. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah. If you can, if you can convince him that I'm not here to, like, I that I that I know what I'm doing. I don't. I don't even know what it, he just doesn't like doctors. I think. See,
1: hold on. I need you to finish the sentence before that. You're not here to what?
0: <laughs> I I don't. I mean, nothing in particular. He just doesn't like. Every time I try to work, he's just like, "I'll be fine." He's got that tough guy drifter. Oh, you know okay, okay that makes him think that he's invincible but he is not well, get here.
1: <laughs> all right I think what was your name I didn't catch your name doc doc uh
0: Lowry uh Chester Lowry
1: Chester um i'll I'll see what I can do maybe you should get out of here and I'll
0: well, I mean I'm not going too far though. He's not in the best way, and if he's not careful he might puncture a lung or something bad might happen to him. So make sure stays level and if he's willing, drink this. And he hands you a tonic. Okay. I'll and uh, just take said tonic. And you have him drink that and then have me come back in and maybe I can do some work on him. Okay. Okay. Great. I'm going to go out for some fresh air, Mr. Reyes, and when I get back, we're going to talk about your health. I don't want to talk to you about nothing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And, and, uh, Chester leaves.
1: (laughs) Great. Uh, so, Miguel. (sighs) Roland, (laughs) what? My gun is fucked. It's full of bath.
0: His eyes open up a little bit. He goes, right, well, "Let's have a look at it."
1: <laughs> Great. I I sort of I set it down on a table. The table I assume is sort of over his lap. Yeah. I just
0: see so you see here
2: mm-hmm.
0: where there's a lot of sort of dried vomit. Yeah. Uh, go on my pack over there. I got a machinery cube. I might be able to do something about this. Uh, grab two or three. Great. I will grab two or three,
1: and I will um. I would like to appear, listen, I'm not by any means a gun expert, but I know my way around a gun. I mean, the inner workings of it, not shooting it very well. Um, (laughs) uh, I would like to appear somewhat less good at that, so he can feel like he's taught me something.
0: Okay, Uh, yeah, that feels like a manipulate role. Uh, Go ahead and roll a minus two, just because he might be able to sniff bullshit in this arena better than anywhere else.
1: (laughs) Ah, but see, Tommy, he actually does know more about guns than me, I bet.
0: Uh, You are up against an eight. Ah, well, I've got a nine.
1: Eight.
0: So that's one net success? Yes, just the one yeah so you you do a little bit you're like you you ask like questions that you might have an idea of what the answer is to, but you like let him like tell you and you act like, oh, right and oh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, we're just gonna have to here look this this inner inner spring here is just and he like tosses it off to the side he goes that the model they sold it to you with the, they, don't, they don't have here we'll grab this and he kind of rummages into his supplies and pulls out like, uh, a, like uh, a more compressed, like thick spring. He goes, "This is going to do you wonders as far as longevity." And he like closes that casing back up and goes back to cleaning. Uh, and yeah, he he like kind of shows you around your gun uh, a little bit more than he necessarily has to, um, as he's uh, as he manages to improve its quality from standard to high. It is now a high quality firearm. Uh, you can uh, you can get that accuracy or that reliability yeah that reliability back
1: uh, i think it was maybe both um i don't know it's not important it's the least useful thing i own um <laughs> yeah and then if possible um my recollection is he hasn't fixed his gun yet because he got just sort of smashed by the flowers
0: uh yes as far as you know he hasn't fixed his gun yet
1: Great, and so it seems like the, the component was sort of more high-tech, maybe technology-based and not machinery. So, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> well, I do know less about guns than I do about technology.
0: <laughs> but, um, in general, so when a gun uh, goes down in quality, you can use cubes from uh, from anything that goes into that gun and that gun does have some tech based modifications on it um so in upgrading it from standard quality to high quality you could use some tech cubes
1: okay um so i will sort of taking what i've learned from him sort of try and like okay so that means if this part on your gun failed then what it needs is it needs uh another brace and another, like, recoil dampener and sort of more, more, you know, more things to deal with the tremendous inertia it has to overcome and the rotational force. And <laughs> so if we did this and then that, we could repair your gun,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll technology. We'll put it at a minus two.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I will uh, spend three grit to go it strong. OK. Because uh, now that 11 explodes, hey, and there's a 10. Uh, this feels like I could turn it into something, like a long-term friendship, maybe get him to kill his leader. Um, I will spend two more grit to twist the knife and have three three net hits.
0: Ah, OK. <laughs> Yeah, so not you, a scheme <laughs> you, you bring it around to like you're like yeah that's broken but also I noticed these things on your gun right and you're like you know I think maybe like some of like the wear and tear of your gun might be because these these like you know technological processes are kind of like weighing down some of the mechanical things like let me look at the wiring and so like he actually like he's a little protective at first but like what you said kind of makes a little bit of sense and he's like all right, yeah go ahead it's wrapped up over there
1: yeah, let me let me be your hands as you recover, Miguel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he's like, it's just a mechanical piece. You're like, right, right. But if we go here, it's all one thing, right? And you're like, you're able to like like kind of uh, uh, fix. He has um his, so his gun. Uh, you're able to get a pretty decent look at what it has. It's obviously rotating barrels, full auto. It also has a palm reader, um, which, if you wanted in this moment, because you got three successes. You could, while fixing it, upload your palm print into the gun if you wanted to be able to fire this gun at some point.
1: I mean, if my palm ended up in there while I was fixing it, you know, I just sort of, I needed a palm to test it. And obviously (laughs) he can't get up and, and hold this heavy gun in his weakened state. So of course I, in his best interest, made myself able to fire
0: this. Nice. (laughs) So you do that. um, You also can tell that he primarily uses incendiary rounds. um, as, uh, As you, you know rework the like you you, take the 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 frame off of like the palm reader you more efficiently wire it into the other mechanisms of the gun because it's like it's specifically like has like kill switches that stop the gun from functioning if the palm reader doesn't like allow it and because of that you know you you kind of make a, a tech angle at fixing his gun um and um do you have any supplies do you have tech or machinery cubes
1: no absolutely not
0: well lucky for you miguel does so uh with one of his tech cubes and two of his remaining uh, machinery cubes, there's only one machinery cube left in his in his pack, you can see. Um, you're able to uh, fix up his gun and um, uh, make it high quality again. Uh, and over the course of that, he's like, hmm. well, I, uh, I didn't uh, think you knew your way around a firearm there. Uh, Roland, that's yeah, it was impressive. I appreciate the the, the tips there on the, the, the poem reader. That's that's a new addition. Uh Maddie put that one in and uh well I mean I I do like it. I like it that uh ain't no one gonna fire that thing but me. But
1: uh Wait. Uh, yeah. So you're saying the last person to sort of tinker around in your gun before it failed was the madman.
0: Well, no, no, no. I mean, I've had the palm reader for some time now, but he was the one who put it in, and uh, well, I don't know my way around that kind of stuff too well, so I just kind of trusted him on it. But looks like he may have done some shoddy work. Uh, I, I you know, maybe,
1: maybe he made just made a mistake. You know, maybe he just he just made a mistake, and he, he you know, he he didn't think of the, the voltage overload implications of installing that kind of technology and, uh, something he's in something using. This sort of materials, it just doesn't handle the the amps. There's too much resistance here.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Like I
1: said, <laughs> I'm I'm sure he just overlooked
0: it. You must have. I mean, uh, Maddie and I we go a ways back, and he helped me create this thing into what it is today. I, I mean, it's kind of both of our projects. <clears throat> It'll get a kick out of the fact that I let you touch it, but hey, you know. Right now, I do appreciate having someone giving me a hand.
1: yeah, you know, happy to do it. I you know, for a friend, anything.
0: Well, here's the thing, Roland, I mean, you're a good guy, but but right now, I mean, there's there's in the gang and not in the gang. and right now you you're not in the gang yet, and i I, I don't I'll make a habit of not getting too familiar with anyone not in the gang in case of, Rufus changes his mind about them. Nothing personal. Just letting you yeah, putting cards on the table there.
1: Well, I I appreciate your forthrightness. Now, um, I'm just going to take a look at this this tonic that the doc handed me. Sure. Can I identify what it is?
0: Yeah, uh, you may attempt to. Um, uh, you can roll uh, first aid. Um we'll put it at a minus three because you don't have anything to like kind of you're you're just eyeballing it, right? So it's Yeah, it's, I
1: mean but my brain is looking at it and I'm smart.
0: Which is good, but without a way to like test it in any right?
1: Uh huh uh-huh, interesting. No hits.
0: Okay, you're not sure.
1: Uh yeah, I'm not not really sure what this is. I'm just gonna set it here.
0: I don't want that. You can take it with you. That, that doctor's a hack. All doctors—they don't know nothing about nothing. They always are. Stay in bed for two more weeks. Don't lug that heavy of a weight on her back. And uh, I've survived thus far by my own merits. I don't need some, you know, weasel hovering over me, telling me what is and isn't healthy. I know my own body better than he done.
1: Right, I mean, you're lifting with your legs, of course, right? What? (laughs) Never mind. You get some
0: rest, or don't. That's the sensible thing. That's all it takes, you know, anything that happens to you. You just rub some dirt on it and sleep it off. (laughs)
1: Okay, I'm going to leave now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think
1: he might just accidentally kill himself.
0: (laughs) Not a scheme. (laughs) Uh, So while that was going on, Kinsey and Pax, uh, Roland left you guys. um, As he said he was not going to do any schemes, what are the two of you up to? Um, As uh, you've been on the boat for a little bit, now it's starting to get a little bit more active, right? You know, some people are starting to wake up. The the top deck still doesn't seem like it gets a lot of action until, like... The late night. That there are a couple more people who do come to like have like a morning cocktail at, at that bar to like you know look at the river and watch the garden go by, before they go down into the dining car for what is now a very nice looking breakfast buffet.
3: Um, what do I see
0: on the breakfast buffet? Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty extravagant it's a it's a full like l-shaped buffet um and they have a few different stations where uh, they serve you from that buffet so you don't have to grab the stuff yourself um uh you know there's various types of eggs and uh and dried cured meat and um uh like uh good fruit uh uh i mean you're in the garden so like there's like all of the different like you know breakfast fruits of the garden. Um, they have um, uh, hodag milk, they got juice, they got coffee, um, uh, really uh, uh, anything you can imagine as far as breakfast buffet goes. Not sure. the highest of luxury, but still pretty good, especially given the fact that you're on a river.
3: <laughs> um, I'll just grab a cup of coffee with a, a splash of hodag milk in there and perhaps a, a breakfast berry of some sort, I don't know. What would be endemic to manifest, manifest. but just, just pop a berry in my mouth, grab some coffee, and uh, make sure go, go back to my uh, my um, not what did you say it was? Uh,
0: porch, the, whole, the I, little I was, balcony, the, the balcony
3: little... that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just go, go to my balcony and see if it's still avail- uh, available for my fishing expedition.
0: Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. um, yeah. You, yep. You you're able to kind of post up there, um, nowhere for you to sit or anything. But you're able to like set your coffee on a banister and cast a line, nice. and uh, and Sorry, nice trolling lure on there. Yeah, it's it's a little harder now because you know the like the prime fishing hour has passed, right? It's you know uh, uh, a little bit more proper morning as opposed to early morning, so the the fish are not. As want to bite. Um, you can roll survival at a minus four, though, if you want. Four. At a minus four. Yes, I really did not miss the hour, didn't I? Uh, meanwhile, Pax, what are you up to? You are muted.
4: I um, casually walked down to our berth and shut the door. And immediately started to freak out. (laughs) (laughs) And have been like pacing and sort of like, I could disguise myself. I I could do a disguise. No, uh, that won't work. Uh, She's seen me. So like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She's seen me. It's going to be, I need a map. I need to figure out how I get where we're stopping next. Yes. No, because then Rufus will come for us. Okay. So I kill her. No, I can't do that. Can I do that? (laughs) Maybe I just, like, toss her overboard. And then, like, by the time she, you know, people found her, she swam to shore. And I just, and I, and I just, like, keep on, like, just pacing back and forth for a very long time. Okay, so, like, uh, cool. Just, so that is, I'm actively freaking out. Okay. Uh,
0: and what did you get on your survival test, Kinsey? Oh, I got... Two hits. Okay. Uh, you're, you're, you are able to get a couple bites, and you're able to reel in a couple fish. Nothing that you'd really keep to eat or anything like that. Just you know, a couple little bites. You're like, oh, cool. You toss it back in a little bit later. You get another fish, a little bit bigger, but still not good enough to eat. Sure. And you, you're able to toss it back in. Um, and that that's about it. And at a certain point, you're, you're thinking, that's what you're going to get now uh, at this point in the day. Um. But uh, that does take you some time, and Pax's freakout does take some time. So, Roland, where do you move to next?
1: I mean, I gotta set my. I'm not gonna walk around this ship with my gun. I'm a man of class and character, so I've got to set it back down, back in the room.
0: Cool. You open up the door, and you're yeah. gonna roll to tell that Pax is uh, on edge. <laughs> Did you just throw a knife at
4: me? <laughs> <laughs> no no uh it is in the door frame i don't miss (laughs)
0: she says pulling the knife out by your head
4: what 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 what
1: i was just gonna set my gun down
4: Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah good idea go ahead okay cool
1: would you like to be alone Okay, I'm just going to close the door behind me, and we can have a conversation, I guess. (laughs) What's, what's, I, listen, I feel like I I have somewhat of a sense of you as a person, but if I really think how long I've known you, it is in fact 11 days. So, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Nothing. Nothing.
1: Okay, you're a bad liar.
4: Yes. Okay, that's the, that's the problem. Okay, Roland, that is the, that is the problem. Okay, she's going to figure us out. And then they're going to take... We're heading on a boat toward a lot... And then, and then, we're going to get arrested. And then, I'm going to get hung. Okay, They don't, like, let me go again that's not oh, that's hold, not hold what on. happens
1: hold on okay nobody's getting hung the proper usage is hanged <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, it is the past participle or some crazy no it's a really yes, weird turn I learned of phrase that in
1: hanged is correct in the instance of execution so here's you know, the thing
4: that's not the point <laughs>
1: No, but I've got you sort of off your freak-out track now for a moment, and I think maybe we can converse. (laughs) Why would anyone be looking for us closer to Alonistad? The last they've heard, we broke out of a prison transport. Why would we go back to Alonistad? That doesn't make any sense. Well, um. Think about it. She's already seen your face. And sure, she seemed <clears throat> extremely drunk. But,
2: yeah.
1: you know, I've been pretty drunk here and there. And, like, I recognize the face of a person I've seen and maybe i am hunting. I never hunted a person like a lawman would, but I think I would remember.
4: But like, but there's like crumbs, and what if she's seen a, a a poster, and and our faces on on them?
1: Do you want me to fix you up with a disguise? No, no. Okay, no, I'm just
4: gonna stay in here until.
1: But you seem you seem enough. so excited about just sort of existing on a riverboat.
4: Yeah, but I can't. I can't do that now. There's a there's a mar, there's a marshal down the hallway.
1: <laughs> when we were in camp with the uh, uh, the Dead Man's Gang, there was a marshal just sort of twelve feet away. Yeah, but I think the situation's a little bit different, Roland. <laughs> right, we were surrounded by murderers then.
4: Yeah, and they're fine. I can handle murderers.
1: You are truly an enigma. (laughs) Okay, you've seen what I can do to make myself look like someone else, right? Yes. It seems like you could maybe use some time just sort of enjoying this riverboat cruise. I'm going to fix you up with a disguise now.
4: But what if Sal sees?
1: Then I'll, I'll take the fall on it.
4: How? It's my face. It's my not face. It's not my face.
1: <laughs> then it'll be very hard for him to recognize you.
4: Okay, fine. Just to make you feel better.
1: Sure. I feel better about this. No, no. I need to. I need to put your hair up to just have a canvas no, to work with.
4: No, don't do that. Oh. <laughs> just
1: sit still. Hold on. Let me work. <laughs> I will make Pax a disguise. All right. Uh, you may roll blend. Do you want to help? Yeah. You should have input. It's important to have input on your disguise, <laughs> so you can remember the details of the life you now have lived as this person you're becoming.
4: three hits.
1: Okay. Wow.
4: I'm very good at blend.
1: I didn't know you had that many dice. <laughs> I don't.
4: I only have two.
1: Ah. Uh, and see, together, we've made a five-hit disguise for you.
0: Cool. That will give a minus five to anyone who opposes your blend to try not to be recognized.
1: Okay. Okay, well, she, you know, so... I think you you you're giving off a vibe of maybe like a Rachel or or a Tris. I don't know. You pick something that feels sort of organic to this person you are now, and this person you are now can enjoy this cruise. Okay. Go. Dance or whatever, have fun.
4: Oh, I'm never going back up to the top floor.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know for sure she's not there now.
4: Okay, well maybe then that's a good point. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm just I'll skip breakfast, right? Is that a, is, it a, is, it a, is it included? Did you did you get that? Get, is it free or is it? Yeah, like...
1: we do we do have a day of meals, I believe.
4: Okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna just go eat. Mm-hmm. Good, good, not wild food mm-hmm Okay, you could come okay. if you wanted, but you don't have to. Also, your gun is not covered in vomit, so that's good. I thought so. Congratulations. Thank you. Let's get. You're in the way. You have to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so the two of you go to the uh, the dining car... Uh, dining... It's not a car, it's not a train. Uh, dining That's deck. an
1: impressive boat now. That's <laughs> a boat you <I> can <laughs> do a scheme on. Uh,
0: you both make your way to the dining deck? Yes. Cool. Uh, there's a nice buffet, and you are correct. Your tickets uh, can be basically uh, stamped to indicate that today is the day that you eat for free.
1: I mean... You know, we can eat for free every day. It's just going to take some more work. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a scheme, by the way.
4: <laughs> it's, a, it's a scheme, but I'm okay no, with listen, that.
1: No, listen, I can explain to you the whole hierarchy
0: of what is it's a want, scheme. It is
4: a scheme, but it's fine. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and you, you get to, like, fill up a plate full of breakfast. Yeah. Um, do you guys like sit together? Do you separate? Where do you, what do you do? You're able to fill up uh, your trays for sure. It's really up to you, Pax.
4: I'm gonna sit here. You can do what you want. But I mean, there is a seat here, so.
1: Okay, I'm gonna sit here.
4: I mean, that's cool. Sure. Nice.
1: So what's what's your name?
4: um was rachel one of the ones you said yes that, that one
1: okay it's nice to meet you rachel yeah. <laughs> you guys have awkward breakfast together
0: <laughs> i don't know what's happened <laughs> uh kinsey you're you're finished up fishing at this point
3: yeah at, at some point while they're having uh dejectedly wanders in and uh starts loading up a plate and he asks one of the people working there excuse me do do you have any kippers by chance kippers yeah kippers you know filleted fish pan fried over wood smoked fire
0: i have it down at that station sir
3: oh good excellent thank you very much i appreciate that
0: no problem oh uh kinsey
1: kinsey come come meet uh my friend here, who I've met on this
0: boat for the first time.
3: Oh, oh hello, I'm Kinsey McCharlotte, and I'll extend my
0: hand. <laughs> uh yeah, Kinsey, you can roll an observe test at a minus five.
3: I do not need to roll an observe test, I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> <laughs> Kinsey, Rachel,
1: Rachel, Kinsey.
3: Uh, Rachel, very pleased to meet you, I say, with my hand still extended.
4: Uh, uh. I'll take it.
3: A <laughs> oh, strong grip you have there. <laughs> uh,
2: sit
4: down.
3: Thank you very much, I shall. And so, uh, Rachel, you met uh, my friend Roland here on the ship. Where, where, what, what brings you to Canterburg? Not Canterburg, we're going to a different burg. What's the berg we're going to? What?
0: There's a few. There's a few stops on the way, uh, but you did just disembark from uh, Moorbrook.
3: Moorbrook, but we're going to Wilberton. That's yes, Wilberton. Wilberton. Ah, uh, you know, all these towns sound the same. Not much of a townie myself.
4: What do you do? Oh,
3: <laughs> oh thank you for asking. I am. A, I'm a freelance trapper myself. Oh. Yes, you know, here it's a, you, you, I've had a hiccup here or two, and, uh, you know, on one of those hiccups, I met young Roland here, and, and oh, well, it's been a rocky journey, hasn't it,
1: friend? uh, uh yes, you know, uh, you can't even imagine what we've gone <laughs> through together. It's true. Simply, simply unfathomable, the things Kinsey and I have done together. <laughs> you wouldn't believe me if I told you.
3: Uh, so, so, so. But, but, you know, Along the way with forged a friendship, I suppose. Yeah, it's been the the three of us. Actually, where where is where is Pax? Have you seen her? No. <laughs> she didn't seem too happy last time we left her.
1: Oh, you know, Pax. I'm sure she'll take care of herself. Yes, she always
3: does. Quite capable, that one. A little bit off-putting, though, don't you think? <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't found that, no. Well, she just doesn't seem to talk as much as one would expect, you know, in a conversation. Not saying there's anything wrong with her, but, you know, just difficult, difficult to converse with. I don't know,
1: I don't really have any trouble.
3: No, you, no trouble, really. It's quite apparent to me. <laughs> as though she didn't grow up around people or something.
1: (laughs) Sort of an extreme conclusion to jump to, don't you think, Kinsey? Uh,
3: perhaps, perhaps. She's a a nice, she's a nice one uh, to know anyway, you know. Got nothing against her. Just like I said, (coughs) (laughs) off-footing.
2: Just sitting there, (laughs) Pax. I got
0: a kipper.
4: Yeah. (laughs)
0: I don't even have to make you guys roll shoot the shit.
4: You just <laughs> make it play blood wherever you go. So tell me, Kinsey. Mm. Uh Mr. McCharlotte. Oh well. Wow. Uh, Mr. McCharlotte's father. What is it that you what
1: is that you trap? Oh, you know oh,
3: anything. Uh, back when I was a company man it was uh, Snorligasters for for boots for for, for, a, for, a, for a somewhat uh, dodgily run company called uh, Fetson and Fetson. And then? Oh, and then I you know, because Came a freelancer and uh, it, it happened upon the odd uh, uh, Lucrata and borakin, you know, r- really anything the the migration patterns would h- have me happen upon. And then, <laughs> well, you know, then I got wrapped up in a, in a small group of people. You know,
4: uh,
3: I care about the well-being of animals, you know, but I also I mostly uh, am upset at seeing them used in a way, or, or or put in an environment that is not enjoyable for them. So it's not so much about the the animals themselves, but I got, I got wrapped up with a group that was about the wellness of animals, and you uh, I know I, uh, uh, there were there were. On a plot to uh, free some some jackalopes, you know, on the way to a uh, to uh, be trained for racing, and I just abhor jackalope racing personally. So I joined up with them and uh, helped them release it. Didn't do a very good job, and uh, well, I was cat. You know, I'm really like I'm being awfully candid with you about my criminal activity. <laughs> You've just got just that have kind one of face those that
1: you can talk to, don't you? Faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you faces. never told me you were a criminal?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, just what I was uh, I see you. I see you, young lad. Uh, no, yes. Yeah, so so it, was a, it was a whole thing. And, uh, and uh, you know, now I'm here on the journey with both my good friend Roland and uh, our friend Pax, who you've yet to meet. Off putting. Off-putting, that's the one. Yeah, it's good memory.
4: I won't forget that.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: and, uh, and yourself, uh, Miss Rachel?
4: I'm going to meet someone. They've um. got a gift for me.
3: And they're making you come and fetch it? Yes. Oh, and what do you suppose that gift is?
4: I have literally no idea.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope it's worth the trip. Did they at least buy you passage upon this, uh, this ship here?
4: They did.
3: Oh, very kind. Yeah. Is this a relative
4: or a friend? Um, a friend of a friend.
3: Oh, so somebody you've met before?
4: Just the once. Hmm,
3: I see. But you are going to pick up a gift from them? Yes. Uh, You must expect it to be a a, a fine gift.
4: I expect it to be surprising.
3: (laughs) Interesting, interesting, No. And you're you're from Moorbrook, are you? No. Uh, Do you travel to Moorbrook to go? To this, uh, to this gift, yes, You're from inland, I assume.
4: Yes,
0: at this point, you see a familiar face enter the dining hall. Uh, for uh, uh walking in through one of the doors, broad-shouldered, large-belly Salvador Alston, um, comes walking in. Uh, Pax, I'm going to need you to roll, uh, blend. Uh, we'll put it at a minus three because you're sitting with Kinsey and Roland. (laughs) I have two hits,
4: eight high.
0: You are up against a five right now. So he glances towards the table, sees Roland and Kinsey talking to somebody. You, uh, Roland and Kinsey, you see him kind of mark you, and like glances at the person you're talking to a little suspiciously, and then uh, goes and starts like uh, uh, filling up his tray.
3: Kinsey kind of does like a little almost half wave, and then puts his hand down, and he says. I'm sorry. Are we, are we supposed to know him or not know him?
1: I'm... I I suspect he'd rather we not speak to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is that are you are you fighting with that man?
1: No. You know. I I really I must say this this conversation Rachel has been. An absolute gift. Uh, but I, I must unfortunately excuse myself for a moment. It is, a, he's a business acquaintance of ours, and I, I suspect I may need to smooth some things over. If, if you would excuse me.
4: Of, of course.
1: And as you go, you hear Kenzie go,
3: so, read me more about this gift. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, Salvador is making his way out of the dining hall as you approach him, Roland. uh, He glances at you. He's got, like, a tray. It seems like he's going to be taking it back to his cabin. Um, And he looks at you, and he goes, walk and talk? Sure. All right, let's go. And he goes walking down the hall, and he goes, so, who's your new friend?
1: Oh, you know, I, you told me to keep a minimum of hijinks and shenanigans, and so I am simply enjoying this riverboat cruise you have so graciously paid
0: for. Right. Who's the dame?
1: Well, her name's Rachel, if you must know, and, you know, you know, I, who's to say where where today might lead? Just, you know, enjoying my free time salvador you t- you told me to just relax
0: and let this this cruise go on uneventfully uh go ahead and roll manipulate as you guys approach uh, his cabin which is much larger than yours i don't know why you felt the need to say that in such a pointed <laughs> way because <laughs>
1: because
0: you notice it <laughs> He opens up the door and you see it's like a it's like a nice like little you know it's got like a full bed, and a, a, like a little window that looks out outside with like curtains. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you are up against. He can't roll well that against you. He's got a six. Oh no, I've got four
1: net hits over a six.
0: Um, uh... He turns back to you puts a finger in your chest, and says pointingly, don't go breaking any hearts, Romeo. Right? You train that woman along, she's got friends on the shoreline, that's trouble for us, right? You're not here to keep a low profile and not make enemies. Romance makes an enemy of everyone.
1: Right. I'll just be the shady fellow hanging out on this riverboat, talking to no one, doing nothing and just keeping to my room that seems somewhat suspicious when someone asks, Now, do you remember anyone who was out of place on the riverboat cruise? Anyone who didn't seem to belong? I'm blending in. That's what you wanted.
0: To a point. To a point. All right. You had your nice chat with the lady. Excuse yourself to the best of your ability. Don't talk to her for the rest of the trip.
1: Fine. Fine. You win.
0: Yeah, I've met men like you before. No, you haven't. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Solid.
0: Solid. He shuts the door, You. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a grip for that sick one-liner. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, Kinsey and fake Rachel, do you guys continue to hang out or do you, do you end up separating? Uh,
4: that's up to
1: Kinsey.
3: Uh, Kinsey can hang out. He's a hangout.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can
0: I give him a grit for that? Um,
3: yeah, as long as the conversation is going, Kinsey is going to, to stick at the table, perhaps get another plate of food.
4: Yeah.
3: Could I get anything for you?
4: I appreciate that. I'm still working on my first plate.
3: Yeah, uh, slow eater, I see. Sure, sure. Yes, yeah, go <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, eventually, like, you do eat your fill. Roland, do you return to them or do you go elsewhere? Uh,
1: I suppose I'll just sort of mingle around the casino.
0: Okay. Um, so, you can go ahead and roll blend hanging out at the casino um eventually kinsey and uh fake rachel you're able to uh eat to your heart's content um probably like packs before kinsey it feels like kinsey's got a bottomless pit in his stomach <laughs> um and yeah so uh, do what do the two of you do after that do you continue to spend time together do you go your separate ways
4: Do you like games of chance?
3: I've been known to bet a Sparrow, too, if there's a game interesting enough.
4: Would you like to come to the casino?
0: Oh, I would. Please lead the way. All right, um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Roland, what did you get on your blend? Uh, I got two hits
1: okay but I, I i also did sort of have one tiny small agenda while i was in the casino What uh, the scheme it's not a scheme <laughs> so here's the thing if you play blackjack you can count cards if you play poker you can read a man across from you there's a lot of casino games that have these elements of chance that a man of my skills can sort of eliminate and it's not it's not really as fun It's it's just work at that point But there's one game, there's one game that no one really understands, (laughs) that there's just nothing to do, and that's craps. (laughs) You just roll dice. You roll dice and someone tells you if you've won money.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, So you're going to go play some craps.
1: I'm going to play craps.
0: (laughs) Perfect. All right, so you go play some craps. Um, uh, you know, uh, you're you're doing your best not to no, know. <laughs> you know, you're rolling dice. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Uh, you're also just, like, by virtue of, of being able, like, you, know, you get a drink and, like, you're kind of uh, – you got that stamp that says, you, you know, you eat and drink for free today. So, uh, you know, you're drinking and, and playing games um, and uh, – there, uh, it, well, go ahead and roll, uh, I suppose, with, roll a d20 for me. Ten. Okay, you are doing very middling. <laughs> 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 not winning a bunch of money, not losing a bunch of money. It's just kind of, you're playing craps, and it's you're able to continue playing craps. This is great. <laughs> um... <laughs> Though you do uh, notice off to the side, there is a, a table where people are playing poker, and um, as you're playing craps, you're able to see some people cycle in and out of that table but one person remains the same. Um, uh, he's got uh, dark hair, dark skin, very well dressed. Um, he's smoking a large cigar. Uh, uh, he's a, um, a re- relatively short, you'd say like you know, uh, five foot six or five um uh uh, frame he's playing cards and seems to be uh winning everyone's money he's got he's got stacks and stacks of chips and he is uh uh he seems to be goading people uh into playing him and then like uh you know ruffling their feathers as uh as he plays with them and like getting them on tilt and then they they lose to him and there's one person who tries to uh uh, like who gets a, the one thing that catches your eye as you are playing craps is, uh, there's a guy who loses to him and gets like kind of upset and like stands up and, and, um, uh, uh, like, you know, says something to him along the lines of, you know, you know, he's, he's got to watch his mouth, uh, and he, uh, pulls back like the guy who's angry, pulls back like his jacket. He's got a gun on his hip, uh, which you notice around you're able to spot like members of the staff are like already like starting to move in on that. um, and this uh, this uh, well-dressed man uh, grins casually, leans in uh, and says one thing like says like a very short phrase in the guy's ear, uh, which makes his face like fall pallid. And then he leans back and goes, I don't want no trouble. And uh, he goes uh, he goes walking off and the uh, the like the pit crew kind of uh, uh, like move off oh, away from him.
1: Gathering information isn't a scheme. Okay? I don't think anyone <laughs> could argue against that.
0: Roland's having so- he can't help himself on this boat.
1: <laughs> and now, now I must play poker. Tommy, you've done it. I must play poker now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you move in. Um, he is at a high-stakes table, so the buy-in is 10 spurs.
1: Oh, no. Can I try and win two more spurs at craps first? I know the answer to that is no. You can't try and do anything at craps.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lucky for you, I rolled a six. So, yeah, you win two more spurs at craps. (laughs) Great.
1: I'll put down all ten of my spurs.
0: All right. They quickly uh, move that into a lockbox and then replace them with chips. Right. And uh, you start poker with uh, this man and a couple others who have sat down. Um, we'll come back to that in a minute. Kinsey and not Rachel. <laughs> uh, you are, uh, able to enter. You see Pax or not Pax. Roland is, uh, sitting, uh, across the table from a man with a very large, uh, stack of chips, uh, uh, who is very boisterously talking. Um, uh, you don't see any other familiar faces, uh, around at the moment. It's still like midday at, at the, at the latest. Um, uh, what do the two of you get into?
3: What's your game of preference?
4: Um. Anything.
2: Hmm.
4: All right. Well,
3: I'll, I'll uh, I, I suppose I'd need chips to play for anything. Is that correct?
0: Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll I mean, trade your spurs in... can be turned into chips, so oh,
3: sh- yes, well I'll trade in ten spurs worth and uh, get ten spurs worth of chips. Alright. Ready.
4: Uh, well the... I'll change I'll change over some spurs. i I have I have four spurs. I will change I will change three of them into chips.
0: Okay. Uh, and what what uh, do you guys go play poker? Do you uh, avoid Roland? Do you play? What do you, what do you get into?
3: Is there a a roulette table nearby? Uh, Roland's Roland's black t- uh, Roland's poker table.
0: Uh, yes, absolutely.
3: Yeah,
0: not a, how
3: about a little roulette? Nothing uh, nothing too uh, high stakes about that, I suppose. mm Hmm
4: it's
0: good okay so you move over to the roulette table uh <laughs> roland uh uh this man um he is chatting with everyone who he's in a hand with uh needling them every once in a while and like laughing uh about it he's like i surely don't have anything under here you better go ahead and call that raise like taking a big puff of his cigar and then <laughs> and they call and he's like <laughs> i like the cut of your jib uh Uh, four aces (laughs) and then like they get like angry at him and then a little bit later he's playing like a hand with the same person he goes now of course you got to remember the last time we went up against each other I was sitting here with the four aces (laughs) what are the chances I could have you beat a second time, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and they call his bet, and again he flips over a better hand than they do, and then uh, eventually like that like repeats a couple times, and then and then like you know when they finally fold, he reveals that he was bluffing that time, and they get really angry, and then uh, you know he just keeps like he's able to read everyone at the table well, and like able to needle each one of them. Uh, how much do you engage with him, or are you just here to observe? <laughs>
1: uh, enough to not seem weird. Sure. But you're not, like, trying to make a move at him. No, I'm fascinated by this man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Uh, so he does, like... You, you're you able to, without a roll, notice... He notices that you're kind of dodging around him. Not like, not like you know, completely avoiding playing against him. But he can tell you're playing conservatively. Uh, uh, and he, he turns to you and he goes... Friend, did you come to play cards or did you come to just watch? Uh you know, I've I've come to play cards, I think. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's go ahead and make it interesting. I will bet three spurs blind.
1: You know what? Sure. Three spurs blind.
0: Alright. Uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, since you have playing the player, you can roll manipulate to try to get a read on him as you play a hand of cards against this man
1: uh, you are up against a thirteen uh, i've I've uh, no net hits over a thirteen.
0: what's your highest?
1: Uh, a nine.
0: Okay, so you're able to eliminate a couple of his. So you actually end up just losing, uh, uh, we'll say, four spurs. Sure. Uh, uh, you're able to kind of weaken the bets a little bit. Uh, but while all the while he's talking to you, you know, trying to be like, now, friend, what brings you to the boat? Uh, I don't recall seeing you the past few nights here at the poker table. You must have gotten off on at Moorbank.
1: Uh, yes, I, I did, actually. Just a, a quick jump down the way, you know.
0: Well, I hope to see you around these t- uh, as he's like winning your money. He goes, well, I hope to see you around these tables uh, uh, more often. Uh, Francis, Francis Calderon, pleasure to meet you. Hollis, happy to meet you. Now, all of you, you can take a lesson from him. He knew when he was beaten. He went ahead and had no. Uh, he didn't have a surplus of pride. He. Ease those bets in nice and soft, so that he could uh, not lose all of his money in one go. Smart man, is... Uh, what did you, did you say? Your name was Roland. Uh, I said Hollis. Hollis. Uh smart man, this Hollis. Uh, you are welcome. Welcome at my table anytime. Well, that's that's just
1: great. What did he, he said, Francis.
0: Francis. Francis Calderon.
1: Uh, that's wonderful, Francis. Shall we? Shall we go again? What do you? What do you say? I. You know. I rather enjoyed that. I will, I'll... You know, my, my stack is much smaller than yours, so just, just two spurs this time. Totally blind.
0: Two spurs blind. Uh, now this man, starting to grow a bit of a spine, thinking he might have a lucky chance the second time. I have a confession to make to you, old Hollis. Ain't no such thing as luck at this table. Uh,
1: no, and, I imagine not.
0: And yeah, you, uh... uh you can go ahead and roll Manipulate another time uh, up against him.
1: Okay, that's, that's a better roll. Uh, it's a better roll. It depends on whether or not I've done some things over this session to hit some advancement triggers and maybe earn some grit.
0: Do we need to review advancement triggers really quick?
1: Sure. I think here I've pushed my luck despite a clear and present chance of failure. Yes. Uh, I think I've talked Salvador out of conflict with me. Yes. I think I've tricked Kinsey into a disadvantageous position. (laughs) Yes. And I think I've obtained um, a well-repaired gun using only words as my currency.
0: Yeah, sure. All right, so you've got all four of yours throughout this session, which does get you a grit because you got two of them.
1: Great which means I immediately spend it to play to the gallery.
0: <laughs> All right. What is your highest? Uh, my highest is a 14. Oh, interesting. Fantastic. Take Grit back. Okay. Uh, oh, and- sorry. Hold on. Am I dressed to impress? Um, no, because your armor's still beat up a little bit. So okay, she's sure. not yes. impressed by you. Okay. Um, so he, by spending grit, he also gets a 14. Uh, but you are clearly the aggressor in this moment because you, uh, he was needling you and then you came at him. Uh, so you, how many net successes is that?
1: Uh, it's just the one fourteen.
0: Okay. Uh, so, uh, you, it's, per- uh, so you, you play a little bit, you play a little bit, and then, um, uh, he sits there for a second, and you're pretty sure you have him beat. And he's like, like reading you a little longer than usual. He moves his cigar over to the other hand, and he looks. Uh, he like glances at one of his cards again, slaps it down, looks at the table, looks at you, and he goes, "I will call." And that was the wrong call. Uh, he does. Uh, he does lose to you, so you earn. Uh, uh, four spurs back. <laughs> Great. Uh, and he... Uh,
1: as as he loses, I will say, huh, maybe there is something. Uh, just a little bit of luck here, after all.
0: He leans back a little bit and he goes, All right. Finally. Been on this boat for almost a month now, and finally I find a poker player. Uh, uh, he's like, deal them out again, Billy. Of course. The game's just started, really. Uh yeah. And uh, he seems impressed with you and everyone else is like oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Um Kinsey and um uh Kinsey and not Rachel are uh the two of you trying to win a bunch of money or are you just kind of playing for fun?
4: Um, I'd like to not lose all my money, if that's at all possible. That sounds
0: like playing for fun, if you're just concerned about not losing your money. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to make you roll for that. You can play conservatively enough and, like, you know, hedge your bets enough to be able to, like, maintain your status quo with your with your spurs.
3: I don't mind trying to win a couple of spurs. <laughs> all
0: right. Uh, you... Managed to break even. <laughs> it's, it's
3: lose anything? That's not bad.
0: You don't lose anything. You try to win a couple spurs, and you do for a little bit, but then you then you lose a little bit, and then it ends up being like after at the course uh, at the like end of uh, a period of time, you you have a uh, you've run dry. Oh <laughs> like, uh, like, well, we're breaking. Be um, uh, Roland, uh, you you're waiting for moments that you can move against uh, Francis. Francis seems to be waiting for moments that he can move against you. Basically, the two of you are just like kind of like, messing with the other people and, like, uh, every once in a while you go up against each other, but, like, the stacks go up, the stacks go down, they stay about the same. Um, he's still, like, lording over you completely, but you're still able to, like, stay in the game. Um, as, uh, the afternoon rolls on, um, Pax, uh, you notice the doors open up and in walks, uh, Marshall Donna Kane. Um, she
4: walks Hi. in I think I involuntarily grab Kinsey's forearm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh, well, well. Oh, um. <laughs> it forward, but. So, I apologize. I apologize.
3: Oh, but... no, 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 no. That's absolutely fine. No worries. Are you all right?
4: Yes. Um. I i'm gonna leave thank you for um the presentation oh, thank you and yes. um just gonna it's not you i just um i have to go you
3: may as well enjoy the rest of your ride uh
4: you you too
3: yeah oh, yes pleasant i'm deep.
4: sure i'll see you around <laughs> She and, walks
3: away. Uh, Kinzie says, "There's something very familiar about that awkwardness."
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, as you're rushing out, Pax, you do notice that the marshal seems ah uh, to be a lot more in control of her faculties. She's uh, uh, relatively poised, seems co- coordinated. It seems like she's slept it off pretty decently. Little hungover looking for sure, but like, uh, but like able, like not super drunk. Ah, uh,
4: yeah. I'd like to um go to um if at all possible like the bar or like an area where i can look in the mirror a mirror and like see what's going on behind me until there's an appropriate time to just casually move on and or stop roland from getting into trouble
0: uh i mean yeah go ahead and roll blend okay i mean she is also she's moving towards the bar
4: (laughs) sure yeah no I want to go to not where she is, but sure. also have a view of the rest of the room. Yep. Um, okay, well... Oh no, die, come back! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. I have a That's not great. Well, it's... Uh, it's an 11
0: high. Okay. Uh, so, and how many successes? One success. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're able to, like, she she doesn't seem to notice you in any particular way. You're able to keep an eye on her. She does move to the bar. She orders a, a tall drink full of red juice. And... <laughs> and um, and uh, begins drinking it and uh, sitting down and kind of surveying the room. Her eyes just glance right over you. Um, and you are you have, you know, the ability to move around the room seemingly without anyone marking your movement.
4: Great. That's all I want.
0: And do you try to leave or do you go to Roland?
4: Um, I don't think I do anything yet.
0: Oh, you're just trying to observe from the crowd?
4: Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. I do think that Kinsey's going to under up to the poker table.
0: Okay. There's a seat, if you want to take it.
3: All right. We'll take it, and, uh, and for to say, well, hello, stranger. <laughs> ah, fancy meeting you here. Yes, isn't it? Well, quite, quite a chance. And, uh, and hello to you, sir, he says to the well-dressed gentleman.
0: Hello, a friend of Hollis is a friend of mine. Francis Calderon, pleasure to Uh, meet you.
3: Kinsey McSharlet, pleasure's all
1: mine.
0: Y'all ain't about to try and run a grift on me, are you? Oh,
1: absolutely not. Don't you worry. At the table, there are no friends. It's true. I've uh, won more than my fair amount of
3: spurs from this one over here.
1: (laughs) I convincingly sell that lie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Let's go ahead and um, yeah, oh you guys can how long do you guys want to play with with Francis Calderon? What's your angle here?
1: Uh, I would, at some point, probably after Kinsey's lost some money, um, just try to make something happen, because I'm aware that the amount of spurs in my pocket is somewhat irrelevant to many of my goals, uh, and at a point where he seems confident that he's got me beat. I would like to go all in and just confuse the hell out of him because I'm interested to see what happens.
0: Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, Manipulate. We'll put you at a minus two.
1: Okay, but I, I do want to wait until Kinsey's lost some money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kinsey, do you lose some money?
3: <laughs> no, I absolutely do. He's a much better poker player. <laughs>
1: Alright, come on guys. Just let me learn something. Am mm-hmm. I? Oh they want me to learn something, Tommy. <laughs> they want me to learn something indeed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you are up against an eleven. <laughs> Tommy! I have three elevens. <laughs> that eliminates both of his 11s um, and you get three net successes uh, so yeah uh, uh, he's he's pulled some money off of uh off of kinsey um and he's uh he's you know chatting with both of you it's just the three of you now the sun is starting to get a little lower in the sky um he leans back uh, and like, he's very, very casual at this moment. And then like, right, like at the beginning of the hand, you're like, I'm all in. And he like, looks up, looks at like, looks around, like you missed something, looks at you again. Like he wasn't ready for you to make this move at this moment. You caught him like with his guard down a little bit. And he's like, and he looks at his cards, looks at you. And he spends a, l- a little bit of time like reading Kinsey. I'm, I'm sure like you're, uh, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> And then it's just between uh, Francis and uh, Roland. And he's looking at you, for, uh, Roland, and he goes, that's an awful uh, strong move you made there, uh, Hollis. Uh, I suppose it is, isn't it? I wonder why I would have done that. It is confounding. I'm sure you can figure it out. I am might... Uh be tempted to call that bet just to learn a thing about you huh so what's that that's 12 spurs there I'll match 12 spurs Grace. but to do so I'd like to know your real name sure it's Roland Hollis he slides in his 12 spurs. You guys flip cards and you got him beat. And he, he just smiles at that. You earned 12 spurs. Uh, and uh, he smiles at that and, he, and then he goes, uh, Vanessa, count up my chips, have them taken to my cabin. I need to buy this man a drink.
1: <laughs> Please. It's on me.
0: Uh, and he stands up, looks at you, Kinsin, uh, uh, and he goes, Well, come on, then. Friends of friends. Uh,
3: thank you very much.
0: Uh, and he starts leading you over uh, uh, to uh, the bar. And as you, uh, as you get to the bar, you see there's a sign uh, nearby the, the bar um, uh, over one of the doorways uh, that says, like... Uh, You know, hope to see you again in the Calderon room. Thanks, And that's where we'll end the session.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to write down 24 spurs.